Yeah, 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 yeah. You already know what it is. But just in case you don't, it's the self-medicate. Self-medicate? Self-medicated <laughs> podcast. Past tense. Uh, <laughs> here, as always, to take care of housekeeping, I am your host, The Wayfair, here with the captain of the igloo. Um, housekeeping, housekeeping, housekeeping. Let's go ahead and knock it out. Uh, make sure you go follow us on Instagram at the self med pod. Uh, make sure you subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening to this at. But more importantly, make sure you share, 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 whether it's uh, some from the IG story or one of the clips. Super important that if you're listening to this, you subscribe on wherever you're listening to this. Leave a review if that's a thing. And then share it with one of your friends or someone that you think might fuck with this shit. This content um, probably works for a whole bunch of different people in your life. So share it with them and let them know what's up. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, and we're also on everything as well. Apple Music, uh, or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Stitcher, Podcasts. Google Podcasts, YouTube, yep. Alexa. Um, all of those things. You can literally find us everywhere. Uh, so just go find us, follow us, subscribe, leave a review, and uh, uh, share the shit. Share the shit. Um, the next big flag that I want to make is, or plug I want to make, is for guests. Uh, mm. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, obviously just slide in the DMs. Um, I guess it's not just as simple as, oh, I want to be a guest. Let me slide in the DMs. Like, we have to want you to be a guest on this podcast, <laughs> but... Uh, if you're interested, we, we're, we're always making uh, open calls for guests that are interested. So um, if you want to be a guest or if you're interested in having your pod link with our pod, just slide in the DMs. We will uh, figure out the networking on that. Mm -hmm. um, Over the Counter is coming back soon. I feel like we keep saying <laughs> that. <laughs> but it, 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 it actually is as soon as I figure out. You know what I'm saying? A little routine with everything. Uh, over the counter will be coming back. Um, so so don't worry about that. You might have to pay for it, but it's coming back. Um, there's that. Uh, let me see. What else is there to take care of? Uh, housekeeping, subscribe. I think it's your turn, bro. Uh, Organic shout turn. out. Let's get it. All right, let's get to it. Um, This week, we have uh, a rapper. We're gonna shout out. Not just a rapper. Well, slow down. Slow, don't slow. Slow down. You know, I don't know if she goes prefers to be called a female rapper or just a rapper. So I'm not gonna even go there. So I'm just gonna say a person that raps, right? Mm -hmm. But not just like you said, not just any person that raps. We have someone that has been mentioned a couple times on the podcast. More than once, for sure. Yeah, you know, more than any other rapper. That's a fact. So <laughs> I feel like at one point we're going to have to have her on as a guest. But um, we're going to shout out Red Velvet. Hey. I believe the words that were used by the people that told us about her were that she makes music that is on a whole different level for a whole different type of vibe and different type of people. So that alone it makes you intrigued about her work. 1,000%. You know, and um, we did a little bit of research um, we found out she has a few albums on the, all the streaming platforms. You know, your titles, your Spotify, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Hella albums. <laughs> so she's been doing it for a minute, I would assume, to release that amount of albums. So I would definitely say check out her stuff and see what you think about it. Um, she seems cool. We want to have her on as a guest one day eventually to 
I guess, you know, get to learn more about her because the information out there, I didn't see a lot of it. <laughs> so it'd be nice to kind of get behind the artist, you know, as you know, to kind of yeah, talk about some of the lyrics and some of these songs <laughs> that I that heard. Is true. That so <laughs> want to give her a big shout out and, you know, tell you guys to go check out our music and um, let us know what you think about it. Yeah, let us know what you think and also let her know that the Self-Medicated Podcast uh, sent you over there to listen to her shit. Yes. Um, yeah, shout out to Red Velvet. We've heard, like like you said, actually multiple times, uh, last week's guest talked about Red Velvet. I think our Cream Pie music selection person mm-hmm. talked about Red Velvet. Um, so yeah, check out Red Velvet. Let them know the Self-Medicated Podcast sent you. Um, boom, let's start the show. Yeah, you already know what it is. But matter of fact, at this point, you do know what it is. <laughs> Unless you're and, a new listener. And and if you don't know what it is. Listen to some previous episodes. <laughs> it's the Self-Medicated Podcast. Here, as always, I am your host, The Wayfair, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. The Banter Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. It's been confirmed a few different times. However, they also call me Young Wastradamus and introducing... My new AKA, Young Mortgage Freeman. <laughs> Shout out to Ish for the new AKA. <laughs> Hilarious. Here as always with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, AKA the box hunter, AKA one pop poppy, AKA the bottom feeder, AKA the black Kevin Sorbo, AKA young black Hercules, AKA the strongest nigga you know. Let's go. Let's, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, how are you, man? How are you feeling? How's your week been? Oh, man. <laughs> it's been a long week, man. Brother's kind of tired, but it's over with. You know, I'm ready to enjoy my weekend, man. That's what's up. Can't say, yeah. Ready. I'm just I'm just ready to enjoy my weekend. Ready to enjoy AKA, go to sleep. <laughs> I, feel that. I feel you on that. This has been a fucking sleepless week. It's been one of them weeks where, um, where you understand, like, kind of simultaneously why certain successful people don't sleep that much mm-hmm. but also the value of sleep mm-hmm. right it's like damn mm-hmm. like i totally get why certain niggas is too busy to go to sleep but then yeah. i also totally get why going to sleep would be really beneficial and help you reset uh so i can relate to you on that um any 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 uh anything wild like any new wild barber skills you learned this week? <laughs> you learn how to do like he the, said like we learn how to strip or some shit. Right, for, <laughs> did you, you know how to do uh, the lover man. boy heart in the hairline? You know how to do that? No. <laughs> One of the homies though, uh, <laughs> like everybody's getting fucked up haircuts because everybody's learning. But uh, mm-hmm. one of the homies he got like a part, and uh, that shit was kind of thick. Uh, it was like Moses part of the yeah, scene. Somebody was like, like, "Bro, you should just got the drag uh, lover's heart in there to just damn. make it look better." I was like, that mm, "Yeah, could have carved yeah. the Nike swoosh into that motherfucker." Yeah, it could have fl- flipped it a little bit. He didn't come to class the next day, so I don't know if he uh, tried to do it himself or you know gotcha. f- uh, fix it himself or what. But 
you know, hopefully that brother's all right. See, I don't think <laughs> I don't think people in barber school get enough credit because like you have to try on someone. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? You have to practice, and it's just it's like true. the conversation we was having about sex. Like you might not, you might not appreciate being the practice. <laughs> But but it's a noble job, right? Like it's gonna benefit everyone in the long run. At the end of the day, I feel like the only people that don't appreciate it. Be, uh, yeah, I would say women don't appreciate someone that's trying to practice on them. Men probably more oh, tolerable like and understanding. Yeah, but yeah, woman, I'm assuming they ain't really trying to be the the practice partner. Didn't Drake have a whole song called Practice? I've been practicing. Yeah, didn't it have like a uh, <laughs> have like one of those old New Orleans yeah, sample, like a bounce, mm-hmm. a bounce beat. I think it did. Back that ass up, maybe. Or one of those. Oh, or so just slim, slow motion. It was one of them, like classic songs where he was he sampled it. I can't remember which one it was. Whitney, what was the Drake song where he where he talked about practice? Is it the song called Practice? Mm-hmm. I think it is, but how does it go? I can tell that you've been practicing. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's the sample? Do you know? Mm-hmm. Girl, you look good. What you back there? There we go. Back that ass up. Yep. I, okay, I just said that, but okay, yep. You did? Oh, you did say that. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like it was unconfirmed. Another, another moment stolen from a black man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's, it's Women's History Month. Hey, are we going to talk about how Steak and Knobber Day is in the middle of Women's History Month? I mean, we just need to talk about Steak and Knobber Day in general. I agree. We're going to talk about that. I feel like a lot of women don't know it's tomorrow. So, when the, by the time this pod comes out, by the time this pod comes out, it'll be yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but, however, I think it is important <clears throat> that we normalize Steak and Knobber Day. Uh, on this podcast and try to start this trend. I think it's important. Um, you know, we're about a month away from Valentine's Day. A little less than a month for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly uh, a month away, actually. Because it's the 14th. Yeah. Um, today's the 13th, guys. Yeah. T- tomorrow. And when you hear this, it'll be the 15th. Well, what we're wrong. saying is a month away. Is We're saying the difference between Steak and Albert Day and Valentine's Day is a month. It is a month, right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Steak and Knobber Day is Sunday, yesterday, for you listening to this. Uh, Steak mm, and Knobber Day. brother's real confident when he's going to drop the podcast. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got, <laughs> I, I, I know when this is coming out. Because uh, uh, I got all day tomorrow to edit it. But, yeah, Steak and Knobber Day is, is coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a very important holiday. It is the inverse reciprocal of Valentine's Day. Some would say. S- somewhat, yeah. What would you say? What is? It was a Valentine's Day is crab legs and he- head or cunnilingus. Crab legs and cunnilingus. Crab legs and cunnilingus. Ooh, podcast title. <laughs> Let me write that down. Yeah, that, that's probably the opposite of steak and Arbor Day. Um, so the problem I have is crab legs and cunnilingus is an expectation. That's nothing special. So it's crab and not, not, uh, steak steak and and knobber day. day. Yeah. Uh, no, steak and knobber day is kind of like, 
the reason why those two items mm-hmm. were chosen for our holiday <laughs> is because those are two things to acknowledge and celebrate the straight male in your life. Not just straight. Well, the male in your life. Yeah. Um, some of the same sex couple. Yeah, steak and knobbers. Yeah, you know they. Everybody might, don't like steak. Everybody. Yeah, they might. Everybody likes knobbers though. I got this. I must be about to say something. Wow. But yeah, they, <laughs> they enjoy it as much as the next person. <laughs> but with that being said, I feel like crab legs and cunnilingus would be like a Tuesday. I mean, maybe that's how you get down in your household. <laughs> I'm not judging you. Props, kudos to you, brother. Kudos to you. Crab legs and <laughs> crab legs. It's going up on a Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, you now you set an expectation for yourself. Crab legs and kind of lingus on Tuesdays. <laughs> anyway, so Steak and Albert Day is coming up. Please make sure you acknowledge the person in your life that appreciates a persons. Or persons or Some people. Some of y'all might have a, a steak buffet and a gangbang or a blowbang, as they say in the industry. No judgments. Wait, what industry is this? Porn industry, brother. Oh, okay. Come on, man. Blow, did you say blowbang? A blowbang. You never heard of a blowbang? I thought it was called a bukkake. No, that's when you come on the person. Blowbang is multiple blowjobs. Uh, so nobody's like coming? Like a gangbang, but a blowbang. Nobody gets to that. Hey, man, I don't know what's happening you know the you know the definitions. Yeah, I don't know the, the criteria. I just can tell you what the activity is. How that, do you organize a blowbang? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming a girl organizes that one. <laughs> like I can't imagine calling one of the homies over. Yeah, so my girl trying to uh, trying to suck a bunch of dicks uh, Saturday night. So you know uh, anybody that's free, <laughs> right? <laughs> I know you ain't doing that. We talked about hanging out earlier, but you got any friends? That's wild. How is a uh, yeah? I want to know that. How is a blowbang arranged? I'm, but I don't think blowbangs happen without them being in porn, though. Really? Uh, uh-uh. uh. I can see a train. Wait, but I what's feel a like train? A woman who what woman enjoys sucking dick that much? I know a bunch of them. That would do multiple guys back to back. Yeah, you don't. We don't. We don't yeah, what are their numbers? <laughs> <laughs> Bring me that creature. <laughs> right. Bring me that mouth. <laughs> I just have questions because. Bring me that vacuum. <laughs> Some people really just like to give head in life. Like mm-hmm. they'll give head. You won't even kiss them. They'll give you head. Right. You I get that. Day. But like multiple people, like five guys. The baby. Like the burger. I'm okay. You got you need to we need to have these people on the podcast. I wanna know how they got to where they're at in life. Ah oh, man. <laughs> they all been crazy. <laughs> they was lying for the internet. I'm not editing this. Just so you know, I'm <laughs> keeping this in. Man, he got you snitching. <laughs> they all been creeper. <laughs> That's right. That's why we have this segment. I think it's actually beautiful and it's progressive. And as adults, I think that we should be able to talk about these types of things. Mm-hmm. Should. Yeah. Where are we at on time? But not everybody wants to talk about it publicly. That, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. 
Um, all right, let's get into uh, some of these topics that we got for the week. Uh, what do we want to dive into first? Uh, let's talk about verses and Triller. Triller? 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 Uh-huh. Um, so, Swiss Beats and Tim Lin have sold uh, the Versus franchise to Triller um, while remaining creative directors and providing equity in Triller for everyone who has done a Versus up until this point. Um, yes. Uh, the what was the amount? Something like two hundred fifty mil. I sort of I I something like that. I heard now. some numbers being thrown around, but I hadn't heard anything being confirmed as far as like the actual number. Yeah, I heard about a quarter milli. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? What are, do you are you how do you feel about them selling it? I've seen a lot of interaction or uh, reaction on the internet saying, "Oh, these niggas sold out to the white man." Yeah. All of this shit. I've also seen people talk about how this was a brilliant business move. So. I, <laughs> interested to hear your thoughts. I think it's brilliant on a business standpoint because they got a nice amount of money for it, but at the same time, I don't know who they would have performed in the verses that I would feel comfortable paying for because I've been getting it for free. I don't know who they could bring where I would feel like, okay, I'm going to pay this amount of money to watch it. Like, Do you think they're automatically going to start charging for the verses now? I mean, probably They're, the other things they've done that have been like I'm talking about Triller. Other things Triller has done, yeah. As far like as like the boxing type shit, yeah. Right? So I'm assuming they're gonna do something along those lines. But that like again, that's an assumption. They might be trying. To, yeah, I don't know. I honestly, don't know because it was very music centric. The boxing match they did have, mm-hmm. and. I wonder if Snoop is going to host these, or is he just going to stick to the sports aspect? Host the verses? Yeah. There's never been a host of verses. Exactly. But like, I feel like now, when you sell it to a commercial entity, they're going to try to commercialize it to make profits off of it. So it might be commercials or pay-per-view format, as um, as they did with the boxing. Yeah. I, I don't feel like they sold out either way. It's like business. You make some shit to sell it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I promise y'all. The moment I can sell this podcast is getting sold. <laughs> I promise everyone listening. Yeah. Like, the, the take instant. that money, build some more shit. Yeah, exactly. Sell that. Like, exactly. Look at Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Facts. And that's a segue. It's a premature segue, but it's a segue to another conversation I want to have about Title and Square. But this versus and Triller thing, I think is interesting because while selling the idea. Mm hmm. Of versus they also Swizz and Timberland also retained creative directorship and equity in the company they sold their shit to. Mm. So what I think is is important here, the most important part to this to me, and something that speaks to uh I think the business minds and the business trends moving forward. Yeah, they sold their idea, but they also retained equity in their idea so they're letting someone else control it in terms of the money backing behind it but they're still the creative directors of it and Mm -hmm. their success is tied to the company's overall success those are two critical points that i think are very very important um and i think are the future of partnerships moving forward 
I think in the past and one of the reasons that people are so hesitant to like give up control or like sign deals is because they're worried about the creative direction that their shit is going to go or they're worried about like there's all kinds of shit they're worried about. Mm-hmm. But when you negotiate, yo, my success is tied to the success of this company and the idea you're buying from me. I also still run that. That gives you. Now nah, I'm saying as an employee incentive to continue doing dope shit. <laughs> like it's not just a payout now. Right? Like I got the bread for what I did over the last year versus been running for mm, about a year, right? Mm. I got what I I got what I earned for the last year and now someone is investing in uh, what I've proven my ability to do and now our successes are tied to each other. Mm-hmm. That's dope as fuck. <laughs> I feel like that's uh, that's that's the new wave of employee, right? Like me being an employee is no longer about me just bringing you profits. Like this is a partnership. We work together. My success is tied to yours. Mm, that's your the, success yes. is tied to mine. Yep. That's that's very very important, and I I think that's where the tides are changing. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, in a similar vein, not quite the same, but in a similar vein, uh, Jay-Z has sold another big chunk of title uh, to Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. So uh, Twitter. To Jack Dorsey, Jack. who owns Twitter and Square, but uh, I think it's under the Square umbrella. That title has been, I think it's a majority stake or all of it? Majority, majority stake. Yeah, majority the stake and title has been... Um, Acquired by title, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, by Square, um, and uh, uh, you know a lot of the same similar conversation about oh Jay Z sold out, um, and uh, and all of that. It's twist. You can twist it off, man. It's American beer. American beers you can twist the top off for of most of them. <laughs> yeah, unless they're a craft beer, then they try to be fancy, right? Um, but yeah, I feel like uh, there was a lot of. <laughs> Hold on, which one did you taste? The Michelob. The, the, the oh, the Michelob like one. Cum. That one. Whoa! It tastes like cum. Pickly pear. That's what that's what cum tastes like. When I'm never drinking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> One and done. <laughs> Those are yours. Do you like the taste? I'm not answering that question. Yo, yeah, he can't. He, literally, if he says yeah, it's oh yeah, yeah nah, I, he can't. nice try though. But I'm not. Can't. Can't. Nah, I'm never buying it again. It's been ruined. Oh, that's funny. I'm so sorry. So you don't like? So do you like it? In like, I don't think anybody would drink a bottle of cum. If it's uh, I don't know. I don't know. We were just talking about blow bangs, so somebody might drink a bottle of cum. Yeah, I'm not one of them. Well, like I can't do that. So you need to challenge yourself sometimes. You don't know what you're capable and you of. Need to challenge yourself. I had a bottle you. already, so. So do you like it? I don't know. This is what you call this one toxic masculinity. Wait, Who's what? being toxic? You. How? 
Because you refuse to tell me if you like something just because it potentially tastes like cum. It doesn't taste like cum. To me, it tastes like beer, but... Did you like the beer? I like the beer, yeah. Okay. What you tasted might not be what I tasted, so. Ah, y'all taste the same. Taste buds it was are bottled different. on the same date, nigga. No, no, no. <laughs> y'all tasted the same. So some things are super spicy to people, and then to other ah, people, yeah. they are not. Let me taste So that's super cummy to you. To me, it was not. <laughs> that was amazing. I mean, you're going back for thirds. <laughs> You like it a little. <laughs> you might drink the bottle. It's the aftertaste. Oh, now it's the aftertaste. It's a cummy aftertaste? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what to say to that. Interesting. Yeah. The fact that you said it tastes like me when I eat healthy. <laughs> That's wild. That was funny. <laughs> that was wild. And we should get more. <laughs> She's still drinking it, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to this. What are your What are your thoughts on um, title being go? No, look, go, go get Whitney. What are your thoughts on uh, title being sold to Square, Jack Dorsey, this partnership? What are, What are your thoughts? I'm curious to see how, because um, I fuck with title mostly now than I do with um, Spotify. But the, excuse me. The main reason why I had title was because it's black owned. To be honest. That's a false narrative. How title so? was never black on. How so? Why do, why do you think title was black on? Because Jay-Z owned a majority stake in title. I said own, not ran. Um, I would say that title was actually majority artist owned, and the majority <laughs> of the artists who owned stake in title were not black. Uh, what makes you think it was majority artists? Um, that's kind of the whole thing about title is that it's owned by the artist. Not major. Well, Jay Z is an artist, so co- like technically majority artists own, right? But so the all largest of the largest shareholder, stakeholders, yeah, all, all of the largest I thought it was Jay Z, and and all of the other ones are music artists, right? So when he sold uh, when he sold title to Square, they all got a payout. All of the owners. Of title who are mm-hmm. artists, they all got to pay out. Right. What does that have to do with being black owned? I don't think it was majority black owned. He sold a third of it to Samsung in like 2014. Uh huh. Something like that. Right. So at that moment, it wasn't. It was no longer black owned. Right? He still has sixty percent of it. I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know if. So when when Jay Z acquired Title, he didn't own one hundred percent of Title, right? And I then he sold what he had, thirty three third of it to mm. Samsung of what he had, not of mm. Title, a third of what he had, mm. which I think is important to note. Okay, and then, um, but yeah, I don't think I don't I don't. I don't know if title has been a black owned business. I don't, I don't know if that's a thing. Like at what point was title black owned? When Jay-Z bought his majority stake in, was it like 10 years ago? 10 years ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
So it was back on 10 years ago. (laughs) Right now you're being like, we're doing, um, being nitpicky, but okay. I feel you. I mean, it's been artist owned more so than black owned to me. Yeah. And I don't know the demographic breakdowns of the artists. Because when they did the thing where everybody came on stage, I feel like it was mostly black artists, right? So I don't know if that's still consistent. Which, if you're Jay-Z and making a rollout to some shit you just bought, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to have most of the niggas come really? outside. Yes. Why? On some shit like Title, where hip-hop is the biggest driver of your money? Yeah, you're going to have I mean, at the, the time, people. it wasn't. No. Yes, it was. This is Oops. not that no, long no, no, ago. No, 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 no. I'm talking about at the time before. When he first bought it, I don't know if rap was the biggest driver of it. Yes, it was. Because it was a Swedish-based company, so I'm assuming rap might not have been the biggest driver oh, of it. That's a, I not think a that's Swedish, the difference. Like, I know what you're saying. It, yeah. Maybe it didn't drive that particular like It became hip-hop platform. when Jay-Z got involved, yeah. Maybe it didn't drive that particular platform, mm-hmm. but it drove music. <laughs> it's like Tidal was like a small player in the game when it first. It was small, uh, but why was it small? Because they didn't have the rights to the entire catalog of music. Number one, mm-hmm. number two, the it, artists that they did have access right. to in their exclusive shit, nobody gave a fuck about. Right now, so if it became hip hop, exactly, who is mostly hip hop artists? The black people, right? Yes. Okay. Just, just following with this line of logic, please. But the line well, of logic. Just follow, you're, me, just follow me. Hold really? on. Wait, wait. I you have just to got interject in the car. You trying to give nah, me Nah, I have to interject this because you're uh-huh. confusing the word hip hop with mainstream. Mm. So if you switch, if you say mainstream instead of hip hop, then yeah. I can have this conversation because hip hop ain't the answer here. De- define your definition of mainstream, please. Mainstream is like popular pop music. What's hip-hop the most popular of form of music? Hip-hop is part of no, that. No, no. What's the most popular music? Hip-hop now? is part of that. No, no, no. no. What's the most popular? Hip-hop is part of that. You're not, you're not answering my question. Bro. I am. What's I'm the most popular? Exactly. <laughs> What's the most popular? Hip-hop is part of that. Genre of music currently. Hip-hop is part of that. No, that's not the question. <laughs> you don't want to answer it. Anyways, we all both know hip-hop is the most popular genre of music currently. Right. It sells the most records. Most of hip hop artists are black people. The top hip hop artists are black people. Is this your argument for saying that title is black owned? No, I just want you to admit that before I get to my point, I just want you to admit that hip hop is majority hip hop artists are black. Fam. Which is not is that a, your I was about to say, is that your is that the stance you want to take? I just That's want not you to agree very to that. controversial. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Everyone now we get that. back in the car. We start our drive along the logical path. I just want you to admit that first. So, if Jay Z had a majority stock, the majority of what made Title High were rap artists, and the reason it got high is because they brought more rap to it, and most of the rap artists were black. I'm assuming that the other majority share were owned by black artists. Because, like I said, that's what he brought out on that stage. It was your J. Cole's, your Rihanna's. Excuse me. I want to say A.S.A.P. Rocky was there. People of that caliber, right? But, like, because of that, at least from that um, image they portrayed on the stage and us knowing Jay-Z had a majority stock, 
it was assumed it was black owned. I don't think it was assumed it was black operated because it's in a f- whole nother f- country right. full of white people. Right. You know, so I, don't, I never assumed it was it's black and digital, operated. So. Right, right. And where it's based, I don't think there's enough black people <laughs> to even have it as like being ran by black people. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, that's one of the, that is why I fucked with Tito more. So, but now it's not that, even if that is, is or wasn't now, so it's definitely not the case now, right? So, I well, don't that's know. interesting because I, I fuck with Title um, from an artist perspective, understanding mm-hmm. how much they paid their artists. They paid their artists the most out of any of the streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Understanding the credit and recognition that they give all of the content creators mm-hmm. involved with the music they put on their platforms, the fact that they have. Uh, searchable producers, searchable songwriters, searchable mm-hmm. engineers. Like, nigga, I can go on title if I'm like, damn, I like these drums. I want to know all the drums that the person <laughs> who did these drums have ever done, ever. For the life of title, that's fairly new. Did you fuck with it before that or after that? Well, the reason why I fucked with it before that is because of the detail of their credits. Oh, they Even, didn't have that before, though. Yes, they did, though. They never... Mm-hmm. No, no, no. So, it was never searchable, right? Like, it was never linkable to any of the other work. But the thing about Title is they have always listed the credits of the engineers and the producers and everyone involved in, in the production of that piece of art. So, I don't know if that was always. No, it had. It had. That was one of the things that made me start fucking with it exclusively. Is Jamie? Because, can you look into that? <laughs> yeah. So, so that was the that was one of Screen my man. things about that that made me fuck with title exclusively is because it listed the names of the people involved with the project, uh, and I had never seen that before. I don't, I'm. I feel like even it's not that important of an issue. I don't think that was ever the selling point of title. Well, maybe for other The selling people. point of the title was the quality. Like, you can get this quality audio, which you can't get on these other streaming platforms. That was their difference. That's Originally. The, their niche. Originally. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. So. Like, that's what I was saying. I don't know if the artist thing was even, like, something most people even knew about or bothered for. Yeah, that, that was... I think that's, that stood out to me mm-hmm. uh, when I was, like... When I had all of every, when I had everything, when I had Pandora, Spotify, Damn. Apple Music, when I had everything, um, broke motherfuckers. No, no, I wasn't paying for any of it. I had the free versions of everything. <laughs> oh, okay. But that's but what made me decide to invest in titles. Like, mm. oh shit, I could see the credits of the people who made this entire song, not mm. just the person who's rapping. Like, I could see the producer. I could. It was listed. It was never. It's more recent that it was linked. To like mm-hmm. the other shit they did, but literally it was just a list <laughs> as part of the credits. It was yeah. an extra button you had to press. It was more shit you had to do if you wanted to see that. But like, there was no button to press on Apple Music to see who what kind produced of you press shit. like this. It's a left hand. You can press it. It's a phone. Titties? No, it's a phone in my hand. In my left hand. But it, but that's the point. Like on Tidal or Spotify or Pandora, I cannot click on. Damn, what's the name of the engineer of this shit? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there, that that was not uh, viewable on those other platforms, and now it's searchable mm-hmm. on Tidal. So like that that to me changes the game, and I I also agree with you. Like for certain people who don't give a fuck about any of that shit, right? Like yeah, most people don't. 
and, and, and I agree with you. Because it's no longer too. a thing. Because back in the day, when people had to buy CDs and records, people were looking. Exactly. Care, but now, but nowadays, who gives a yeah, fuck? Exactly. Um, Spotify, even Pandora, probably are a little bit more streamlined to just listen to what you want to hear, mm-hmm. type shit. Um. So yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, but I also think that this is a whole bigger, larger play. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yelling on this shit. I believe uh, <laughs> Joe Budden. <laughs> yeah, I believe views um, wasn't okay. right. I believe that cryptocurrency and music are about to be married. Mm. I believe that the relationship between the mild take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a long term Wastradamus take on this one. Very mild. Huh? Yeah, no, but but I think they're gonna be um, inextricably linked. I don't think you're gonna be able to purchase music without having the original version of that music. I don't think you're gonna you're be talking able about to. EFTs or crypt- cryptocurrency. Well, it's it's getting there, right? Okay. So like, I think that by uh, an entity like Twitter. Or Square acquiring a music streaming service, mm-hmm. they're going to be able to tie those things together a little bit more intricately, a little bit more detailed, and it's going to streamline it in a way where, I don't know, mm. I think that people's wealth is going to be attached to the entertainment that they can be exposed to. From what you're saying, it sounds like you're someone that believes in the future of cryptocurrency. Do you have to believe in the inevitable? Like that statement, I think is a cosign of what I assumed. Like I don't. Do I? You said that I believe in cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. I don't, do I have to believe in it for it to be real? <laughs> like to, for it to be a thing? I believe. I don't mean like in its existence, but it's um, it's future. Yeah, in some form, I do. Okay. In in some form, and I think that's what's what's weird and troubling <laughs> for a lot of folks is, in some form, something digital is going to be the norm. Yeah. Nobody knows what that is yet. Exactly. And yeah. what's wild about digital art and just digital anything is that it's so it changes so fast. Mm. So when you think about investments in a traditional sense, you're thinking about something that has a long term, like it's a long play, right? Well, in this digital world, it's not a long play. We talk about instantaneous. Yeah. We're talking about instantaneous things. Your 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 um, ability to like go back and like re-listen to some shit or like replay value, yeah. all of that shit is decreasing by the second. At this point, we are about exclusives. We're about the first, <laughs> right? Like we're about mm. we're about that, and that's why this whole NFT and all of this shit makes sense because, oh, if I can own the very first edition that anybody ever heard of this song or this podcast or any of that, that holds value. But that's it, though. I remember um, 
I read a book, marketing book, and it talked about like with any new idea that there will be, there's going to be people that are going to be like um, the influencers that look into it first. And like <clears throat> once those people have like looked into it, approved it, and promoted it, that's when you start getting the ball rolling on getting people that wouldn't normally care for that technology. So like with the first iPhone, mm-hmm. most people are like, I don't need this shit. Right. What I need to, why do I need my email and not, not all in one? Right, right. You know, right. it doesn't make sense. The screen is little. Why would I want to do that when I can look at my computer and, you know, see things better? And eventually, as more people co-signed it, it became a cool thing. But you have to have these people that are like early adopters of the technology to make it cool. I don't know if these things have gotten there yet. Not to say that they won't, but because they haven't gotten there yet, I don't necessarily have 100% faith that they will become as influential as some people think within, like, different aspects of life, specifically music. Music, to me, is the hardest thing for this whole currency shit to work through. Yeah. Like, literally, almost all other forms of entertainment, to me, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But music, though... Is is the most difficult in terms of collectors' items? Like how are how can you be a collector of music if mm. everybody has access to the mm-hmm. same thing, right? Like what what and that's why this concept of an NFT is so interesting to me. For music is like what's the actual value of having the original recorded iTunes session? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or a Pro Tools session think, of, of a song. I like, think that's the way who gives a fuck. <laughs> might, I think the way that it might be in the future is uh, singles or individual songs might be um, produced and sold. And the people that have access to those songs because of the limited ability, you might have a specific device or platform you can only listen to it on. Right. So because of that, having that song or having this catalog of like these ultra rare Jay-Z or, you know, whatever Biggie songs that nobody's ever heard will be something you can sell or display as in a pack. Like I can imagine DJs like, I got these exclusive records, come to my party to hear them. You're not going to hear these anywhere else. People might pay for that, you know, um, or someone selling their limited condition of like, like albums. This might be the similar thing, but it's just like a digital version of that. Hmm, I just argued against myself. I don't yeah, like that shit. I was about to say, I, but I have such a good idea. It's very difficult for me. So to yeah, so to me that would be dope. However, I feel like um, like that's not necessarily sustainable. Why not? Because that. Today, the only way that that works is if you have people that are reputable already. Yeah, I mean, those people are in abundance. Like certain you DJs. Think reputable people in terms of <laughs> tracks and artists well, and all of that shit. If you're a DJ. Readily available? If you're a DJ, I'm assuming you have access to these artists. And also, this is like a new way to break music. Well, could be go back to like how people would break music. If you're a DJ, you have relationships where you can probably get exclusive songs because that's usually the, been the norm, at least for the mixtape genre, right? No, mixtape genre, everybody could get it. You just have to buy no, it. No, no, no. I mean, like, DJs get exclusives from that artist. 
unnecessarily the uh, SX access oh, to the music, but like I see what you know, Funk Master Flex and yeah, DJ yeah, Clue yeah. are gonna get more likely to get a freestyle from Jada Kiss or Fabulous than say like your local DJ on your radio that nobody really knows about. You know what I'm saying? But since DJs aren't as relevant, are mm. collectors gonna be become? Are, are they gonna be like yo? You know, I'm a collector of Kanye music and I invested and bought this NFT of his latest beat pack. Mm. Am I willing to sell that to a bunch of artists that want to hop on these hot <laughs> Kanye instrumentals? Or am I going to be I like, I feel like yeah, the nah, artists would be y'all. able to sell instrumentals that way. I don't know about like DJ specifically. Say, say what you were saying again. <laughs> I don't think uh, DJs will specifically sell like beats. I can see artists doing more, more so that like they might do a preview and like bid the beats. Like, like I'm sorry, use beats. Excuse me, have an auction for the beats. I'm sorry. So again, beats to me work. Mm-hmm. That that makes perfect sense for NFT. An actual single though. I don't know if it's necessarily a single like meant to sell records, but like so that's the point. The, the single NFT. wouldn't be the you have to. I'm not thinking like traditional radio type of single, right? right? I'm thinking a single where like you sell it to a specific buyer, and that buyer would sell like make his money back by playing the single, and it wouldn't be on radio. It would be I'm thinking more for live performances, because like. I think of like the Jay Z B sides. Mm-hmm. I gotta pee. All right, I'll finish Pause my that. point. Yeah, the Jay Z B sides, right? Where That's like it. most people don't care about the B sides of a Jay Z album, right? But the fans that really do were willing to pay to go see that concert at a of premium. Him performing them, right? Not just listening to them, right? But imagine if they have a whole bunch of unreleased Jay Z tracks or Kanye. You not trying to hear those? I would hear them. What are we talking about? Jay Z and title? I was saying that um, Jay Z had a packet of unreleased songs that you have to pay, mm-hmm. let's say, $20 to listen to. Say it's like 20 songs. Would you pay to hear those songs? Yeah, maybe. I would. I would. Yeah. But I think but an- another assumption is people will be like, well, why would I pay for it? I can get it for somewhere else. Well, the key, though, is that is only valuable if the original buyer decides to release them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that that only becomes a thing if if that's the case. The thing about the NFTs is once you sell your product, you don't have no control over what someone decides to do with your product. You just yeah. get paid yeah. off of what they do with your product. So, for example... If I was to be in Jay-Z's camp and I had that those exclusive songs and I released them as an NFT, well, <clears throat> the reason why I'm releasing them as an NFT is mainly for that one buyer and entrusting yeah. in what that buyer is going to do in terms of distributing the music or not distributing the music. Your hope as the seller is either A, you distribute it in mass so that mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people want to listen to it and it yeah. drives up the fact that you have the original version yeah. or you want no one to hear it. Yeah. So that you, as the only person with access to this file, 
You know what I'm saying? It like, goes up in value. Exactly. Yeah, it's like art. 1,000%. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, again, that's where it becomes tricky with literally only music. Mm-hmm. Because music is contingent upon people hearing it. <laughs> people hearing it and fucking with it. That's why Drake is who Drake is. Because he releases a song. Yeah. And there's two pieces that follow. It's good music and everyone listen to it. Though that's the two pieces. So if you eliminate yeah. if you eliminate one of those and the fact that it's just good music, now you're just being objective and I'm, enough people haven't heard of it I'm to a, generate the I'm music. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think it's that much of a difference. You know why? Like as far as it being compared to art cuz like there is some art that's trash, like visually not appealing mm-hmm. to most people. It, it might be disorienting. It might just not be as beautiful as, say, like a super realist piece of art. You I know, can paint a square on a white canvas. I right, can do it. Right. I so, promise. like, promise to me, a part of what makes something good is the story that's being told mm-hmm. behind it and the person that's creating it. Right. So, like, it doesn't even have to be good music, in my opinion, for it to be. It's a lot of terrible songs we fuck with just because we might like the person that made it or the story behind the song is, like, amazing. So, That's like, real. I think it does. It will be more like art. And it's not necessarily as separate as people may think it might be in the long run. Mm, that's potentially real. <laughs> that's potentially <laughs> real. real. I don't no agree. props. I don't agree. <laughs> It, 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 to me, though, like I, I actually do agree with you. I just feel like the that was a weird ass shot. I don't know why he shot that like that. But my thing is with music specifically. Mm-hmm. To me, it just seems like literally every other form of art, which you're saying makes sense to me. But music is so contingent upon other people liking it. <laughs> like you don't, you don't you, like it's so it's. Like, that's why we have charts. That's why mm-hmm. we have the billboards. That's why we have platinum, gold, diamond. Like, that's why we have these de- designations about mm-hmm. how often the song is played because it speaks to how popular it is to the masses. My concern is once you start putting music on NFTs, I don't think it has the same kind of global accessibility anymore and i think that that's the big key to music is that you want people to hear it (sighs) i think it it makes it makes music become so much more of a nuanced kind of fandom thing where you know maybe that benefits the creators maybe maybe if i'm creating music i'm only selling shit to people that's gonna buy it maybe that helps you (laughs) <laughs> as opposed to putting music out and hoping that you know what I'm saying that a whole bunch of people like you are automatically you know if you buy in this shit you fuck with me and I guess there's a certain you know what I'm saying security in that and you can cater your content to those people yeah. and generate income that way I guess that makes sense that that's that's mm-hmm. a, that's a, a way uh, about it I didn't necessarily think about that to me makes sense but if you're not doing that to me, and again, one more time, specifically to music, because it's so contingent upon replay value and, and you know what I'm saying, the emotions that it inflicts and everybody hearing it and, and uh, the, again, the masses 
relating to it. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just it's just a couple people. It makes it more exclusive. Which artists I don't think are fans fans of exclusivity. We want accessibility. Uh, hmm. It depends. I feel like in order for any of this shit to work, you already you just have to be someone people want to hear. That's true. You have little to have bad a fan music. Base. People, yeah, yeah. Like, like I don't think Little B makes great music, or but his his fan base his legend and is yeah. It's like I can see him doing very well in this type of. Uh, uh, venture because like I don't know he has tons of music and his fan base would be willing to pay for it exclusivity mm-hmm. but yeah it's going to be interesting because like it, it's going to force the artists to figure out how to be better at marketing themselves outside of just the music mm-hmm. so I'm curious to see how this works out in the future yeah it's going to be very 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 interesting <laughs> um Cryptocurrency, you know, I heard somebody say this. It was like, fam, what's the difference between cryptocurrency and your bank app? Uh, I mean, because at the end of the day, clear difference. No, one is regulated by the government. Well, at the end of the day. When you pull it up on your screen or your uh, phone, you're just looking at numbers that, yeah. <laughs> that a computer program told you was the numbers. Like on a very rudimentary level, digital currency is kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Right? I think it was uh, Rory talked about um, on, on one of these podcasts, a Joe Budden podcast, where he was like, yeah, the other day I was transferring money between my bank accounts and all I did was log into an app, digitally say, put $20 over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I didn't see no money move. There was no actual transfer of money. This is all money that is mine. Right. I just told yeah. a computer app to put it over here now. Like, mm-hmm. that, it was just a interesting way to think about money and allocating money and how you control money. It's all digital currency. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Like, if I was just to say, if I just was to show a screenshot that I had a hundred million in the bank, <laughs> then what? <laughs> can't can't get robbed for it. <laughs> can't get robbed for it. Anybody that wants to do business with me just thinks I have a hundred mil. Mm-hmm, Any sorry. business deals that I'm trying to do don't cost no hundred mil. I don't got <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Yeah. I don't know. It's starting to become weird. Starting to become weird. Uh, speaking of weird, we got to talk about this next topic, man. This is something that's been that's been uh, kind of picking at me all week, and I've been trying to figure it out. And I just feel like I just have a problematic take, and that's just gonna be what it is. So, <laughs> one of the things that's been uh, permeating the culture this week is uh, paying for your date's friend. Oh, man, we're bringing this up now. We're about to have a two-hour episode. No, no. It's, it's going to be real simple because we don't have no guests, so we don't have no other perspectives, and right. I think we agree. Right. Uh, so paying for your friends, your your date's friends. So I don't know what part of the internet. So yeah, he, when I initially heard of this scenario, 
It was based around Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Or Valentine Day. Valentine? So, yeah. Saint Valentine. Val- Saint Valentine. So it would be Valentine's Day. It's his day, because that's the best. Valentine Day. No, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. We don't, his name is Valentine. We call it right? Kobe's Day or Kobe Day. It's the same thing, bro. No, nah, we would call it Kobe's Day. Nike or Kobe Day? No, we wouldn't. That's Black a, Mama that's Day. A different. They call it Black Mama's Day or Black Mama Day. No, that's a different. That's a different mm-hmm. set of speech. <laughs> set of speech. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but it, you have the same idea, is what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Because right. we're not saying that it is Kobe's Day of Ownership. We are celebrating. Kobe. So it's called Black Mama Day, right? But it's not Black Mama's Day, right? Because it is not his day of celebration. It would be Kobe's birthday. It wouldn't be Kobe birthday. You're talking about individual, yeah. I is Mamba no longer individual? But it is not called Mamba's day. It's, Mamba it's called day. Mamba day because yeah. it is not the Mamba's possession. The day is not the Mamba's possession. But who's it? You're celebrating the Mamba. That way it is Mamba day. If it was Mamba's day, it would be... I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not invested enough to really continue this. Okay. I get your point, though. Continue. (laughs) Tell me what you were saying about (laughs) Valentine's Day, then. Oh, man. Valentine's Day, which is grammatically correct. If mm -hmm. you put an apostrophe there. All right. Mm -hmm. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, So, it was a reference to that day. (laughs) And um, it was a woman saying that you know, any guy I'm with is going to pay for my girlfriend if she went out with us on Valentine's Day. And to me, starting off there is stupid as fuck. Like, why are you having a third? Is she going to fuck with? Like, is she fucking both of y'all? Like, why is she there? Like, I can't bring my homie because he didn't have a Valentine's Day to, to, the, to the romantic dinner with us. But anyways, besides that, it, it was expected of him to pay for her. And one of it, one of the reasons was, was because she was lonely and didn't have anybody else to take her. And to me, I don't want to reward that behavior by paying for her to be going with us. If she didn't have anybody to take her, that's on her. She yeah. needs to do better. Like, why are we paying rewarding people for failing? You're not giving your participation trophy. You got to earn that trophy. Get your own. Yeah, from doing someone, the work. someone should like you enough to take you out on this day. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, why do I have to? Yeah. And that's interesting, especially in a friendship situation, especially if you're dating someone. So, to me, that's how I got introduced to this topic. Let's say, mm. let's say me and the, the Haitian situation. The Haitian situation. The Haitian <laughs> sensation or in a situation where, you know what I'm saying, somebody didn't have a Valentine's Day right. date. Then what we might do is maybe offer an experience to that person like we did for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. um, this past year. We might offer that experience to them. Um, but like, 
Yeah, it's weird for romantic experiences specifically. If it's like a social thing where like I'm like, yeah, come come over, we're we're gonna buy food with everybody. That seems fine. But like when it's romantic and it's just specifically meant for two people or couples, it feels weird. Valentine's Day. I'm Valentine's Day. I'm Valentine's. His name is Valentine, but it is his day. Therefore, therefore, apostrophe S. Um, Valentine's Day. Is it an apostrophe S on when people say it? Like when you see it written? Uh, I, I've never, I, I, don't, I don't read it. Yeah, that's not true. You can't help but not to see it. Uh, that's not true because I don't. <laughs> I mean, I mean, by that I mean it's in stores, on social media. I don't TV. shop and I don't you run oh, social so you media. Don't, so. You don't go to oh okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you don't have Instagram. I do have Instagram. Okay. None of it has ever said Valentine or Valentine's Day. Oh, so it doesn't say neither one. No, I don't look at those. Posts. So you just made an assumption about how people use it then if you don't see it. No, I'm just going off of grammar. But that's not Buddy's how. name is Valentine. It is his day. It's a possessive S. I don't think it's it's not that complicated. <laughs> it's not, it's is not, it, I mean, it's not that complicated. You want to look it up? Sure, we can look All it right. up. We can look it up. I just want you to know you're going to be wrong when you look it up. Then what happens? His name is Saint Valentine. It is his day. Therefore, it's a possessive past. Mm. It's, it's it's super simple. Okay. It says the holiday celebrated on February 14th is unequivocally spelled. Valentine's with apostrophe S day. So if you're writing about the holiday, always use the spelling Valentine's is the day belonging to St. Valentine, not a day named after the plural Valentine's. So, okay. I I guess I was more so arguing with people just throwing the S on the end. But I'll give you that one. Thank you. I appreciate that. Still Valentine's Day to me, though. That's fine. (laughs) But I'll I'll give you that. However, if you're taking a bitch out on mm. Valentine Day, and she has a lonely friend that needs to tag along, what kind of pressure are you under to pay for the lonely friend? None at all. None at all, right? I agree with you. Uh-huh. I Listen, man. Shit. If I'm nice enough to let your friend tag along to right, what we do it. Exactly. I feel, I feel like that's graceful enough. Like, that's... And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, if we inviting her, we might as well invite somebody else for her or, or make a group thing. She's for us. <laughs> That's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think my initially it was really. used as like a form of manipulation. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Like when women would go on like a first date with a dude and they would bring their friend and. For multiple reasons, A, safety, A, like, B. But, like, if you don't feel safe with the person, don't go out on a date with them. There's so many things here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you women don't know how to women, right? <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. But, like, that's a, that's a thing, right? Um, you know, women have brought their women friend along to see how a man would react to that. Mm-hmm. Are they going to pay for their meal? Are mm-hmm. they going to be like, uh, what the fuck is this? Are they going to feel like on the spot? Because now they feel like they're being interviewed by two people. Only one of them wish they're trying to fuck. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? They try to bring the fr- friend? Have I ever tried to bring a friend? No, or someone no, I was dating tried to bring a friend? 1,000%. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I don't think I've had that happen. And if I did, I think I think it might happen when I was younger. I think I just invited my other friend. <laughs> no, I got blindsided. I got mm. um, I, I invited someone somewhere. They said yes. Um, didn't tell me that they were bringing their friend. And when I like met them at the designated location, it was two people. Mm. And I was young, so I was like, um, "Like, what the fuck is this?" Type shit. But I was also young and got convinced that, "Oh, this is just my friend. She's just here to make sure everything is cool, mm-hmm. make sure doesn't know no nothing crazy happening." I'm like, "Bitch, we at IHOP. I'm like, what? <laughs> what did you think? Like, what did you need a, a chaperone yeah. for?" And we like seventeen. Like, <laughs> what? what? Uh, yeah. Um. So apparently, someone told her that mm. type shit. Somebody, somebody put her on. That I feel type like of game. the young kids now probably get that way more than before, because like it's such a large culture of um, get a nigga to do this for you, to buy this for you, buy your bag. Right. So I, I feel sorry for those younger guys who have to deal with this, so they have no idea how to navigate it. Because also a lot of the music for them is blow a bag on a girl, buy her this, buy her that. Um, so they really don't know Like you gotta create These boundaries And understand When people are trying To use you What are young men Being taught I don't know You gotta bring one in Like how do you get A girl nowadays Like what 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 are, what are the Redeeming qualities That make you Like um, An ideal mate As a young person mm. that was a good, That's a good question I would assume they will be things that have traditionally been what people have looked to for someone to have, but that might not be the case now. It's probably way different now. True. And I have no idea. I'm I'm out of touch. Yeah. No, we washed. We washed. We washed. We washed. But yeah, at the end of the day, no, fam. I'm not paying for it. I, I, I didn't I'm not paying for anyone I didn't invite. I see and so that's the thing. If I invite you somewhere, depending on the event, will determine if I expect to pay for inviting you. Would you ever invite a girl and our homegirls to a thing? No. <laughs> Unless it's a housewarming party or a bachelor uh, party or something like where I need you and your friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If yeah. it's something specific where I need bodies. Like, bachelor party type shit. There's friends or people that I would know. Like, I don't even know who you hang out with, but it just may be beneficial for it be more women than men here. Mm. So, bring your friends. But yeah. I don't have no responsibility to them. Like, once we get to where we going, I'm not buying all of them drinks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're in the club now. Y'all go find someone to what if, <laughs> buy y'all drinks. What if like, they, that was the thing. What they hit you with this? You're like, you know, as a black man, I think that you should protect and help uplift the black woman. Why wouldn't you want to help and uplift a black woman by giving them a good time at this restaurant or wherever you're at with us? Well, see, we have gone into the realm of you're talking to a specific black man. (laughs) And depending on who you are, Mm -hmm. you might not have never even needed to ask me that question. Mm. But if you needed to ask me that question, mm. the answer is you're not good enough. 
that's that works for me. That's <laughs> the reality of the situation. If like like if you're if uh if you qualify <laughs> then you would never need to wonder that. Mm. That would just be a, be taken care of. If you question and wonder that though, then Fair enough. That should tell you. Just the same way that women try to tell us that, oh, you'll know if I like you. Uh, that is the biggest crock of shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you and y'all might know that, right. <laughs> but we don't. Yeah. Okay, cool. Women, men have to be so much bold, so much yeah. more bold with their display of liking someone than women have to be. That's true. So, yeah, like women are so subtle with it. Sometimes it's it's crazy. Half the time I can't even tell. So I just I just be thinking niggas is cool or friendly. <laughs> but in reality, they trying to well, that's the take thing. your soul. Yeah, well, that's the thing, especially in 2021. You just got to assume that everybody is just nice and friendly, even though we know that the majority <laughs> of people are depressed and lonely. It doesn't make sense for us to just act that way, but yeah. that's what we are being told by society, and that's the way that we have to behave. And I think it actually makes sense to just assume that people are people. Because I also think that any relationship worth diving into deeper will look like something else. It won't yeah. just look like, hey, oh, oh, damn, they were nice. Right. It's going to, it's going to, especially in this day and age, it's going to look deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were nice. And then there was a lot more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, there's plenty of people. Right. There's plenty of people. I don't know, man. There's just so I, I I think it's very subtle ways to understand if someone is interested in you and or or not. Um, and I think that you know, in the conversation that we're talking about, I think that women need to pay a little bit more attention to who's interested in them and not. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Because just because a nigga got a check don't mean he's interested in spending it on you. But also, they are only interested if. Yeah, true. Yeah, no. and if you're only checking for a nigga because he has a check to spend, mm-hmm. there's just so much. There's yeah, so much. That's a whole nother episode. That's bro. a whole nother episode <laughs> for sure. Uh, let me see. Crab legs and cunnilingus. I don't feel like we've talked about that, but that's definitely the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of my mixtape. Yeah, you want to get into the songs of the week? Absolutely. Um, uh, you want to go first? Absolutely. So. Oh wait, 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 wait! I have to, I have to say, we've changed song of the week now. So, song of the week is no longer just a catalog of I music. Did, I did not consent to this. <laughs> oh wait, so you want to still do hip hop and R and B song, and then the cream oh, pie yeah, song? Dog trying to back it up on me, bro. Cause she a freak. freaky ass dog. Nola, can you relax? PG times. You heard heard about a bag. She's right, no, she heard about the cream pie music playlist, and she was like, "Oh shit." Wow. So what you want to do? You want to do, you still want to do a hip hop, R&B, and a cream pie song? We don't have to do it this week because I'm getting sleepy. And I only slept for like two hours today. So uh, we could do one song because I just have one song in particular I want to play. Okay. I have so. two. So I'll play, so you play your song, I'll play my hip hop song, and I'll play a cream okay. pie song. We'll get out of here. This nigga loves a good cream pie song. I do. Oh, we got to make a cream pie call too. <laughs> All right, so um, my song is off of the Givian project that just came out. 
Right. Wait, you is know. this all new music? I thought it was only mm, one. It's mostly, song. mostly. Uh, well, to me, it's mostly old music, but uh, I'm not sure exactly of all the new songs and stuff. Mm. But um, this song in particular, I think this is going to be the Dirty Mackin' song of the summer, right? It's called All To Me. And he's basically saying, like, how much better he's treating her than the other dude or other dude is treating her. But it's a really dope song to me. Dirty Mackin'. There we go. <laughs> Baby, okay, okay, yeah He don't say Say what you want and now it's too late Cause you're right outside Let you up, lay you down It's just us He lost your touch All to me, all to me Oh, he still don't make you feel beautiful I know, but I do Just know I got you he still don't even give you enough It's true in my room, I ain't gonna stop you Oh, he still don't make you feel beautiful I know, but I do, just know I got you He still don't even give you enough It's true in my room, I ain't gonna stop you Wait, if this what you want, baby, okay he give you his all, but you have no patience You made the call, so I ain't complaining Back on your way Wait, oh, you can't do it anymore I understand just why he went wrong So I got your hands where they don't belong I do what he can't, so now you're by my side Let's not brush, lay you down It's just us, he lost your touch All to me all to me Oh, he still don't make you feel beautiful I know, but I do Just know I got you He still don't even give you enough It's true in my room I ain't gonna stop you Oh, he still don't make you feel beautiful I know, but I do Just know I got you He still don't even give you enough It's true in my room I ain't gonna stop you Wait that was Giveon All to Me. Dirty Mac and Real Hard. Yeah, that was uh <laughs> Is that a is that a worse Dirty Mac than the Young Blue song with Drake? Mm, yeah, because he was like Giveon is basically saying like why go to this dude still when I can give you everything else you want. Please shitting on the other guy. In order to make himself look better. That's like textbook dirty macking right there. Do I need to pull up the young blue lyrics? Let's do it. <laughs> Cause I'm pretty sure he shitted on Buddy too. <laughs> What's that song called? Mm, if you put it in Young Blue, I feel like only one song gonna come up anyways. And mine still. I read something he wrote the other day where he was like, you know. Getting that Drake cosign hit different. He's like, in the last few months, I've made uh, like two to three million dollars. He was like, that. normally it takes me a year to make that. <laughs> nigga, <Right>. nigga, <laughs> he ain't never made a million dollars in a year. 
she can't see her life without me. She's so blind still. Come on, fam. Fuck that nigga. You can tell him that your mind still. The difference is, Gibeon <laughs> is singing directly to the woman. It sounds like Young Blue is speaking generally. I don't know if he's still, like telling that to because the woman. Because he's saying she instead of you. Mm-hmm. You don't want to so much. I guess. But the, I'm sorry. I mean, they both. They both. Both dirty back in. But like, if you make a song serenading the woman, why like the other dude ain't shit, and why are you better? That's a little different. If you focus more on him than her, then yeah, that's, that's he don't. Dirty do, 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 right, do, do, do. right, 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 right. Like right, I right, do, right, I do, right, 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 yeah. right. That's a good point. Um, I'm gonna play my hip hop song. Okay. And then I'll play my cream pie song, and then we'll call somebody. I thought we was calling to get the cream pie song. You're right. I'm just gonna you play just my hip hop song. Trying to slip his cream pie. I don't people. know what I want to do with That's this. Wild, shit. I don't man. know. I don't. I don't know. This brother needs to chill with these cream pies. <laughs> cream pies cream are pie in your ears. <laughs> cream pies are great. <laughs> I'm gonna play uh, this song off of uh, Motor City Circus by AC3. Oh, your boy. Yeah, and it's uh, actually featuring me. Oh shit! This song is called Basses. <laughs> it's gonna it's base heads. Sometimes I dream I'm waking up in a cold shiver. Visions of life full of clones of you pussy niggas. Bet I deliver. Knocking at your door like a Jehovah's Witness. I'm just kidding, but I hold the truth. Then I hit the booth and I shoot like a hundred troops. Dropping bombs on top of your roofs. Man, I get busy, but never dirty my soul. Thou shalt not get it twisted. I'm more than a hundred proof. More like 350. On the phone with my nigga Diggy. Nigga speaking cold, but his signal shitty. He called me back, but shit, I was busy. With this chick named Kizzy from LA. Say she wanna lay, okay. That's cool, but you know you can't stay Got shit to do with my crew On the way about to fuck the city up Fucking all, fuck your double cup Stay joining like knees, tell the niggas please At ease, keep my calm like it's palm trees Everywhere I step, I'm blessed just like I sneeze Just a Detroit nigga that was raised right I'm on the edge, 50-50, better think twice Westside, Westside Best I put my city on my back I hold the weight like I'm selling crack In fact, I really am base hairs waiting on they fix So I whip it, whip it Gotta get it, get it, get it So I whip it, whip it, whip it Come and get it, get it, yeah Whip it, serve it, and flip it, now come and get it Ain't worried about competition, they product ain't fucking with us Potency over quantity, key to running the business Fiends flocking like hoes to money, batch ain't even finished The bass is heavy rocking, my wrist keeping it steady Whipping it to the left, words to spitter Andretti They ain't ready, streets flooded, we ain't talking about levees All American hustle like apple pie or a Chevy I shipped it up in the shot, shipped it straight to the D Tested it in NY, Atlanta get it for cheap Brand name, trademark, label say AVE 
whole things half ones anything that you need won't negotiate the price is set take it or leave it be careful that you don't overdose symptoms include amnesia had a meeting with lieutenants bosses talking percentage plotting dividing winners schedule the next shipment west side west side Best I put my city on my back I hold the weight like I'm selling crack In fact, I really am base heads waiting on they fix So what whip it, whip it Gotta get it, get it, get it So what whip it, whip it Come and get it, get it, get it Yes sir, that's uh, AC3 and the Wayfair that song is called Bassheads. Uh, AC3 has an album dropping uh, March 19th on all platforms. Make sure y'all go check it out. It's called Who That. Uh, that's the homie. That's the nigga that made the intro to this song. That's the uh, producer extraordinaire. That's the nigga that takes care of all of my vocals whenever I get to rapping and shit. Um, yeah, that's the homie. Go check that um, shit out. Motor City Circus, March 19th. Go check out Who That. Question. Yeah. What is the origins of that song? Of Bassheads? So the song Bassheads is about music beats mm-hmm. um, as a metaphor for crack cocaine. Is this inspired by Nas? Yes, it is. Like, do we ever know what Nas was talking about, or is that just a double entendre? I think it was an infinite entendre <laughs> because there's so many things that we were saying could apply to. Mm. It's not just drugs and life. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's actually a whole bunch of other things that it applies to. Uh, which to me makes that song even more dope. Okay, I fuck with it. But yeah, that's Bassheads. <sighs> All right, for the feature presentation of this podcast, it's time for the cream pie music selection of the week. Um, apparently, I'm the only person that has to risk anything for these. I have no social life. I don't know. <laughs> so. Uh, I live, I live in a pineapple under the sea. You live in a pineapple under the sea? Yeah, you heard about the SpongeBob spinoff? I've heard about it actually. Yeah. Is it any good? I don't know if it came out yet. I know it's supposed to be happening. I don't know. It's on about. HBO, right? Uh, yeah, because I think HBO is Nickelodeon. Yo. Hello. How are you? Taking a poop. Okay. Hmm, I'm going to edit that out. Yeah, well, well, we'll, oh, we'll not just beyond. keep your audio. <laughs> but this is, um, this is, this is, this is the Wayfair from uh, the Self Medicated Podcast. And I have a question to ask you. She was comfortable with you. Yeah, no, it's fine. I, hope I, have, I, have, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need you to answer honestly, but don't judge me by this question. I mean, are, is, oh, she at okay. a, is she able to judge you after what she just said? Yeah, after I just said. <laughs> no. What was the last song you got cream pie to? Excuse me. <laughs> My word. Hmm. Hmm. Wow, I have to think. It's been... Um... It's been a while. You ain't been cream pie in a long time? I don't really remember like yesterday type shit. So Alright, so what's a song you would you would you would enjoy being cream pie to? 
You know what? Actually, I do remember. Uh, matter of fact, <laughs> it wasn't a song. It was a movie. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no? We're not doing that. We're doing songs. It was embarrassing, though. It was Chirac. <laughs> what? We're going to skip. We're editing all of that out. So, right. what was the last song you got cream pie to? That's wild. I, I, I'm sorry. I, if you don't I, remember I, that, what's a song that you would like to be cream pie to? I guess Dexter Dabs. Um, oh, uh, she freaky. Dexter Dabs. What's the song yeah. called? That's a freaky Owner. ass song, bro. It's called what? Owner. Owner. It's, I think that really was one of those. It's an aggressively Jamaican song. Yeah. Oh, Dexter Dabs. <laughs> yeah, you never yeah. heard that song? Oh my god. Nah, the song. You gotta like it's like when I'm under Oh Dabs. But not really. Yeah. yeah. Damn, this nigga don't even got shit on title. Okay. Yes he do. No, you don't. He got one song on title. It's called Swags. Nah, he, it's uh I don't know if it's an S. It's just Dexter Dap. Uh I think it's Dexter Daps. Yeah, D A P. And then owner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, y'all niggas tweaking. <laughs> Matter of fact, since I'm here, like I my have phone, it though. I have it. Instagram. You yeah, title? can you send it to me? I know it's yeah, on Spotify it for sure because I have it in the playlist. Yeah, send it to me. Um, and tell your friends <clears throat> that <laughs> we do a we do a cream pie segment now. I thought you were about to say something completely different. I'm crying. So the cream pie segment is what's the last song you got cream pie to? But anyway. Thank you, Rifka. Uh, Dexter Daps, owner. Mm-hmm. All right. Dex is Dexter. Dexter. A. Uh, that's why I can't. Yeah. This nigga. Yeah, Dexter. Oh. is a motherfucker, ain't he? Yeah, we're going to play this shit. I'm embarrassed. You should be. This nasty. Tonight, yeah, you know what This is the song you want to get Sunday. Unspeak can't lock the one you have. You don't need no permit for fuck me. She said, Really, me the love for key you with me, brother. You just come and take it from Turn me. Turn this off. Huh? Stop, stop, stop. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. Everybody relax. Everybody relax. <laughs> Everyone relax. Wow. <laughs> okay. That was uh that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think you've I taken you. cream pie music to a whole nother that's a extent. Real cream pie song right yeah, there, no, bro. that's an actual. That's like the choking stroke cream that's pie. That's a. That's a. You might as well just say "Come in me." Like that's that's, I mean, <laughs> that's trying to get pregnant. Yeah. Okay. Understood. All right. <laughs> was that not the point? No, that I mean, was one thousand percent. That was a great song. The point, and and that I, that's the best selection for the segment we've ever had. Right. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, Rifka. Here, I'm gonna send you my uh, Instagram post. By the way, boom. Okay. Go like right. it. Like, I hope you ate enough fiber today. Comment if you want. Situation. Don't comment crazy stuff. Though. Oh, we gonna comment crazy shit, especially if oh. I'm doing it from the pods Instagram. Um, all right, thank you, Rifka. Appreciate you. Bye. Bye. Peace. Peace. <clears throat> I'm surprised you haven't heard that song, bro. There we have it. There we have it. <laughs> Nah, man, I'm old, man. I'm washed. <laughs> this song is like four or five years old. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that was a nasty ass, freaky ass song. You didn't even get to the nasty part. That's I'm putting that on the playlist. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even get to the nasty part, bro. 
Just talk about, talk about the owner part. Yeah, no, nah, it, it 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 sounded like uh, when you hear controller, mm. it's like you can you can get imaginary, but when you hear owner, you know what it He's is. Straightforward with it, <laughs> you know what it is. You know what it is. All right. Um. All right. Let's go ahead and and, and shut this down. Right. We don't got nothing else to play. That's no it. more music. No more songs. We covered all the topics we're going to cover. Um, week three in the new studio? Yes, sir. In the new spot? Week two for y'all. Week two for us? <laughs> for them. For them? Yeah, man. It's been dope. I like it. I love it. It's getting better and better. Um, yeah, I have nothing else to add. Let's go ahead and shut it down. It's... The Self-Medicated Podcast. I am your host, as always, The Wayfair, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. The Banter Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. And if you even ask my dog, she will tell you the same thing. <laughs> I know shit. Uh, but they also call me Young Wastradamus because all my predictions come true. And introducing, a.k.a. Mortgage Freeman. You already know what it is. <laughs> Here, as always, with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, aka the box hunter, aka one pop poppy, aka the bottom feeder, aka the black Kevin Sorbo, aka young black Hercules, aka the strongest nigga you know. Let's go. We shutting it down. Oh, my bad. And we out. <laughs> I got a piss. <laughs>